broadcasting live worldwide. Ladies and gentlemen, from the studios in the wrestling capital of the South, it's another terrific episode of The Binge Buster Show. Please welcome your host, Tony Binge. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Binge Buster Show, coming to you right here in the studios of uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. It's been a little bit before we since we've had a podcast, and uh, I'm excited to be back. And uh, before we uh, get too deep in this podcast, I need to bring on my co-host. I'm talking about none other than Mr. Rock and Roll Playboy, Chris Plano. Chris, what is going on? Woo, terrific, Tony. It's so great to be back. It's been way too long. Back on the Ben's Buster Show. I'm so glad you asked me to be a part of the program this week. The holiday season is upon us. And boy, the pro wrestling scene, the independent wrestling scene, and the music scene all on fire as we head into 2023. It is wide open. Uh, I know uh, we, we got some big, uh, some, some big wrestling news to talk about later on in the show. Uh, but word out right now, man, is the fact that uh, um, uh, all these bands are already announcing their summer tours. And here it is, you know, oh. it's not not even January yet, and they're already uh, got got the ticket sales out there running. I know Brett Michaels has got his out, and I just bought. Oh yeah, I got a couple tickets already. I'm ready to go on that one. Uh, but man, a lot of cool bands are going to be, be coming out this summer. Man, Tony, I think what's happening is you know Live Nation's getting their act together. They already have they plotted out of who's going to go on tour, or the majority of who's going on tour in 2023, and. They're trying to get some holiday sales jump started. I mean, God, they're announcing concerts for already for next like September and October and every date in between. It's really, really crazy and uh, exciting if you're a fan. Of course, they haven't announced all the tours yet, but seems like every other day or two or three, there's another nugget dropped of a, another uh, act going out on tour or, or acts going out together on a tour. And uh, it's exciting, but also very strategic as well try to get some 2022 sales. And of course that'll spill into 2023, but uh, there are some bargains to be, to be had if you're willing to buy early and, and, and hunt around. Certainly. Yeah. Um, I, a matter of fact, I picked up a couple of uh, lawn seats uh, for Brett Michaels for 20 bucks. I mean, I, you, you can't mm-hmm. beat that. No, I mean, 20 bucks. You're in the building. You're on the lawn at PNC music pavilion. Um, Brett's doing, 12 stops next summer on this uh, Party Gras 2023 tour. And Charlotte was lucky to be one of the 12 um, in July into early August with uh, Night Ranger and Jefferson Starship and other special guests. And uh, I'm going to be fired up, Tony, because I know you and I, we're going to be in the parking lot right when it opens up that Sunday afternoon ready to rock and roll. That's all I know. Yeah, you know that. We're going to be out there, uh, you know, tailgating and getting ready for 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 the shows and uh, you know, I, I can't wait for that, but, uh, but man, um, uh, you know, before, before we get into the music, um, uh, to, did, uh, you happen to, to, to see that the, uh, feud is starting back up again between Ric Flair and Eric Bischoff? Have you heard about this? You know, I, I've heard some rumblings, uh, you know, I, I, a lot of this is all social media driven, you know, what to read into, not read into, but I have heard some rumblings. Um, you know, a lot of interesting stuff going on in professional wrestling right now. And, uh, 
I don't know. Eric Bischoff want to go with Flair. I mean, I, I don't know. It's kind of like, yeah, it's interesting times. And, uh, you know, maybe you could allude a little bit more to it. But it, it definitely interesting because Flair has been big time in the spotlight this year, obviously with his last match just several months ago. And I know we're going to talk about Ricky Steamboat's last match just a couple of weeks ago. So certainly. Yeah. And uh, I know one of the things that I, that I heard today was Eric Bischoff said that he made Ric Flair. Uh, and I kind of find that. <laughs> yeah. That, oh my God. That was my exact sentiment when I heard that, uh, that Eric Bischoff said that he made Ric Flair uh, and, uh, of course, Flair, Flair has some choice words, uh, to, to, you know, to say to that. And it, all, it makes me wonder, like, is this legit or are they building up for another Ric Flair's last match? This time it's well, Flair versus Bischoff. You never know. If, if Eric, uh, Bischoff, um, did actually say this in an acclaimed or, or scheduled interview, uh, someone better check his blood alcohol content or a toxicology report on him because, uh, um, no, Rick, <laughs> Eric Bischoff did not make Ric Flair, nor does Ric Flair even need Eric Bischoff. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. It's just, it's yeah. One, of, one of two. Um, you know, but, something, something's off there. Yeah. Something's definitely off and I'm not sure what it is, but. Uh, I know when I was at WrestleCade, I had a I had a few minutes to hang out with Mr. Bischoff, and uh, he and I talked. Mm -hmm. po you know, he and I talked podcasting, and we talked promoting, and we talked NWO, and uh, uh, and and sometime fans the next week, if you uh, check the Binge Buster Facebook page, I'm going to show you what Mr. Bischoff gave me. Um, he Chris, it's pretty amazing. He uh, he gave me a WCW. Eric Bischoff worn announcer's button up shirt and he signed it. Eric Bischoff NWO. Uh, so that's that uh, I'll, I'll, I'll post a picture of that, um, you know, uh, on the binge buster, uh, Facebook page next week. And who knows, we might even raffle that thing off. Um, yeah. And in, in, in the coming week. So, uh, so fans, if you're listening to the show right now, uh, make, make sure that you go like our Facebook page if you want to own a piece of wrestling history, uh, an Eric Bischoff worn autographed uh, WCW staff shirt, uh, announcer shirt. It's a nice button up uh, black shirt with the WCW logo. Very nice. And uh, that may be available on the Bench Buster show uh, in the next coming weeks. Uh, another it's thing. Funny, yeah. Yeah, it, it, so, yeah. So that's there. But. Something yep. else exciting, uh, Chris, the binge buster show is actually going to have some, uh, I know we've been talking about this for weeks and weeks and weeks, but, uh, we're getting real close to finalizing everything. But, uh, I have, uh, I have been in talks and negotiations with, uh, slam buddies. Um, and they are making a binge buster show slam buddy that will be available. Uh, I was hoping to have it available before Christmas, uh, but slam buddies have gotten, uh, slammed with business. And, uh, so, but he did tell me that hours will be coming pretty soon. So I'm not going to post, nice. I'm not going to post anything about them yet. Uh, until, uh, he calls me and says they're on their way to you. And then at that point, I'll get them up on the Facebook page and all you fans that want to, uh, have a binge buster slam buddy, uh, they will be available for you on their, uh, Facebook page. Um, so that's that. That's some exciting news. 
Um, and of course, uh, you know, I did go to Wrestlecade and got to hang, like I said earlier, with Eric Bischoff and uh, got to hang out with uh, Double J Jeff Jarrett. And uh, he and I talked boots and um, I got to hang out with the big show. I had dinner one night, and I'm sorry, breakfast one morning with um, with Ricky Morton and uh, and also uh, uh, Mr. Hughes, big cat Mr. Hughes. Um, of course, hung hung out with our good friend Jimmy Valiant. Um, yep. Got to talk to Jeff. To uh, I'm sorry. Got to talk to George South, and uh, uh, hung out with George for a little while. And uh, man, there were so many people. Mark, but but Chris, this this was the coolest thing. Okay, so in 1991, WCW mm-hmm. was uh you know striving you know to kind of keep their head above water. And uh, when I was in high school, right right before I started my wrestling journey. Uh, of training and getting to, into the business, uh, me and some high school friends went to the Greensboro Coliseum to see WCW. They gave away free tickets to anybody that was a student, so we all went down. And uh, this was the first night or first time in my life that I actually got to meet a uh, professional wrestler, and that wrestler was Johnny B. Bad, Mark Merrow. Uh, he was hanging out there in the hallway of uh, Greensboro Coliseum. I went and talked to him. Had him autograph my uh, my ticket stub, and I still have it here at the house. Um, but mm-hmm. I was able to. But but I'm giving him a story. So I asked him that night. I said, "Hey Johnny, what do you got to do to be a wrestler?" And he said, "You got to be committed. You got to put your heart into it. And anything mm-hmm. that anything that you commit to and put your heart into will always come to for fruition." And I said, "Okay, right. thank you." You know, and I was a 17 year old kid at the time. So now, fast forward all these years later, I'm I've been in the ring with a lot of my childhood heroes. I've been wrestling now close to thirty years, and I run into Mark Merrow at Wrestlecade, and I said, "Mark, I need to talk to you." I said, and I told him the story. You know, I met you at the Greensboro Coliseum. I asked you, and I said, and your advice. You told me believe in myself, blah blah. blah. I said, and just wanted to let you know, I got to become a professional wrestler. And uh, he said, "Who trained you?" And I said, "Jimmy Valiant." And he says, "Oh, great." He says, well, he said, thank you for sharing your story with me. He said, he said, that means a lot. The fact that I was able to give you, you know, to give you some advice to push you to, to, uh, for, you know, to f- fulfill your dreams. Um, so anybody out there, you know, right now that has a dream that you want to do, man, don't ever stop. Keep pushing yourself. Keep believing in yourself. Even when others around you don't, uh, as long as you believe in yourself, your dreams will come true. And I and I'm a proven fact of that. So, uh, but but hung out with Mark, um, hung out, you know, I talked to uh, Tony Schiavone, and then as I was walking, one of the last days there, Chris, I was walking into the room. I was looking for somebody. I don't remember who I was looking for, but Magnum TA was there, and he said Tony, and I was very surprised he remembered me. But yeah. and he said, "Come here." He said, "Are you wearing them Austin Hall boots today?" And I said, "No, I'm wearing my Tini Llamas." He's old. Oh, they were nice too, and so he and I sit there and talked about boots for about fifteen minutes. And uh, so, all in all, man, it was a great wrestlecade. Um, I I went down Friday. Uh, the whole weekend I was with my son. We uh, we got a hotel and just hung out down there, and I hung out with some other friends and saw some people I haven't seen in years. So it was really cool. Um, we uh, didn't go back for Sunday. Well, we 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 we, we drove down Friday. Drove back home Friday night, then drove back down Saturday morning and spent the whole day at the Fan Fest and went to the matches at night. And then uh, 
<clears throat> then we left there and went back to the hotel and um, then we hung out in the lobby with uh, the big show and oh and uh, also the uh, Briscoe brothers we hung out with those guys um, and mm-hmm. uh, it, you know it, it, it was a good time we had a, we had a really good time and uh, then we just hung out at the hotel and me and my son went up to our room and as we were getting on the elevator Jeff Jarrett and his wife and his son got on the elevator with us and uh, Jeff Jeff super nice guy and um, <clears throat> so then me and my son just hung out in the hotel room playing. Uh, and then Nintendo uh, switched together until we until we both fell asleep, and then we got up Sunday morning, showered, got breakfast, and we drove back home. And um, but it it was a really good weekend. And uh, Chris, I, I hate that you weren't able to go, but maybe next year, uh, I'll, uh, it'll, yeah, it'll be you and me, and we'll go down there and do the binge buster yeah. show right there from Wrestlecade. Who knows? Uh, but but it was I'm- a good time, and there was a lot of people there. Yeah, Tony, I mean, I saw a lot of pictures on, on social media, um, you know, a great turnout, um, you know, so many wrestlers from 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 several different decades and, and there was really something for everyone there for the three day weekend. And, you know, you know, all the folks that put that together with uh, with with AML wrestling and, and there's a lot of others behind the scenes. They do a great job. The, the whole region and, and, and part of the country. I know people come from all over, but it's it's not just the event. The event also has an economic impact for that weekend in the Winston-Salem area with hotels and restaurants and businesses that, that benefit from the people that are spending money in addition to attending the event. So, you know, all in all, you know, kudos to everyone from top to bottom. Um, and I'm glad you had the chance to spend it with your son. Those will be memories that'll last for a lifetime. And you know, and seeing those wrestlers and talking to them and, and having that somewhat inside track definitely helps as well. And uh, brings back great memories. If you didn't run into Mark Miro, you may not be in the spot you are today. You right. just don't yeah. know. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah. you just don't know everything and how it all kind of comes around full circle. Right. Yeah. And that, that, that's that's one of the things. And then another cool thing, I, I forgot. I forgot this part. I get on the elevator. Uh, you know the uh, like like me and my son were uh, we uh, we uh, were we're going back up to the room to hang out before the, the 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 big match that night. And I'm on the elevator and I look over and I'm like, "Where's Matt?" I said, "What's up, Matt?" He goes, "Hey, Tony, how are you, Matt Hardy?" And uh, yeah, and I look over and I'm like. That's that's champagne with him, and then and and there there were a couple other marks on the elevator with us, and of course I wasn't going to say anything to Champagne because I didn't know him as, that well. You know, I, I know he was a big star for for your organization, you know, NDW. Um, yeah. But uh, we we're sitting there, and I was talking, and then uh, this Mark's like, "Hey, aren't you Champagne?" And he's like, "Yeah, how do you remember me?" He goes, "Oh man!" And the guy starts talking, and he goes. He goes. I used to watch you uh, wrestle for NDW, you know. And then, uh, and I look over. Oh no! Really? Yeah, Come on I, now. Yeah, yeah. And I said, uh, I said, oh, I said, I said that's kind of cool because the promoter from NDW and I, we uh, we do a podcast together. And Champagne says, "You talking about Plano?" I said, "Yeah." He goes, "Oh man, I ain't heard that name in years." And 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 Jeff was putting you over too. Jeff's like, "Oh man, we used to work for him all the time." So so I thought that was really cool. Um, that uh, that this Mark remembered Champagne from NDW. So uh, that was boy, uh, that, 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 that puts a 
Yeah. It puts a smile on my face, Tony. I mean, you know, that was an error. That was, that was a window. I'm going to use the word a window of opportunity when those guys were wrestling for, and they were wrestling for other promotions as well. But when they were with me, it was, you know, Matt and Jeff and, and, and Amy Dumas, Lita and, and Champagne and, and Otto Schwanz and, and Toad and all those guys. I mean, and the list goes on and on. I'm probably missing a couple here and here and there. I know I'm missing another one or two easily. But, boy, I mean, just where they went with their careers and, 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 and how everything, again, it all kind of round, it all comes full circle at the end of the day. And, um, you know, it's uh, great, great stuff to hear. And glad they remember my name, but uh, I really appreciate everything they did. And, and if, if I helped their careers, even just – a little bit that they can turn back to and say where they got to today. Then, you know, I, I did my job and then you promoted uh, tons of shows as well, Tony, you did your job and that's what it's really, you know, all about at the end of the day. Yeah. You know, a lot of people look at it like, Oh, it's my promotion, blah, 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 blah. But uh, you know, at the end of the day, as a promoter, we, uh, not only, you know, gave, gave people jobs and gave them right. something to do, but we also entertained the people. We we gave the people entertainment they were looking for, right? And and and, and for them to remember it, you know, twenty thirty years later, uh, it says right. that that we did our job the, the the right way. You know what I mean? Yeah. God, even Shane Helms and uh, Joey Abs and oh God, it goes on and on. I mean, yeah. you know, we could just, I mean, we we could do a Tony. We could literally do a whole podcast you know, on the, the talent that was in North Carolina in the mid to late nineties locally, it was insane yeah. that went to a national level uh, with, with, with wrestling, whether they either went to WCW or, or, or to WWE or WWF back then it was, it's insane. We literally can do a podcast on it for probably a couple hours with no problem. Yeah, yeah, for, without a doubt, because, uh, you know, and it still is, but uh, a tremendous amount of talent comes out of the Carolinas. I mean, gee whiz, look at the um, the the the, uh, the big tag team on TV now, uh, FTR, uh, Carolina right. Boys, man, you know, right out of the Carolinas, right. and, uh, you know, they're uh, doing really well for themselves. I know they uh, just had a big match with the Briscoes and uh, – uh, I think they uh, they end up losing the uh, Ring of Honor tag titles to um, to the Briscoes. Now, are they going back to WWE? Who knows? I, I don't think so because I think that uh, that that uh, they prefer working for uh, AEW uh, because AEW lets their talent go work independent shows where WWE would not you know allow something like that to happen. Um, but but all in all, you know, a lot of talent co- has has came and is still coming from the Carolinas. And I think you know, you know, and, and I'm not saying. Well, I am saying a lot of it has to do with the wrestling schools. I think that are based here in the southeast. Yeah, and you know who's doing the training from day one. And there's, listen, there's a, there's a, there's a wrestling school on, you know, you know, I'm not saying every other block, but I think the caliber of trainers in this area, 
that help develop this future talent, I think is a testament to what's coming out of the Southeast part of the United States. Now there is talent coming from other areas. Don't get me wrong, but I think the testament to the wrestling schools in this area have to do when you think about it to, to the history of wrestling in this area of what the NWA was and Florida championship wrestling and Georgia championship wrestling and, and, and um, Smoky Mountain and, and, and Memphis. And a lot of that plays into it, you know, of these were the territories back then. And, and you still have these wrestling schools around, not that it's territorial anymore, but they're still breeding this young talent that are, that are getting their crack on the national scene, FTR, current example, you know, and, and there's others. Yeah. Um, Yeah. As well, you know, I mean, it's, it's out there and, uh, and, you know, and and it just keeps growing and growing. Uh, All the people that are, you know, all the talent that has came from the Carolinas um, and made mean and made mainstream uh, news. So, um, you know, a lot of a lot of great people, a lot of great talent comes out of the Carolinas for sure. Yeah, I mean, Morton's running his own school, right? George South's running his own yeah school, and and you know, I mean, um, you know, those guys are going to train you right. I mean, they're going to train you not only so you could be successful in the ring and out of the ring, but also to protect yourself as well. Yeah. And and not maybe even make the same mistakes that they made, you know, back in the day, because it's a different animal today as well versus when they, you know, when they came into the business. But at the end of the day, it's still one, two, three at the end of the match. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. but it's 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 it, it is somewhat of a different animal as well. Yeah, it, it really is. Uh, now, fans, we're going to we're going to take a really quick break, uh, commercial break. And when we come back, Chris and I are going to be talking more behind-the-scenes wrestling news coming up after this brief announcement. The Don. I apologize, fans. That was a um, a mishap there. Uh, here we go, right here. Ladies and gentlemen, my favorite wrestler, Tony Benj. Now let's make wrestling great again. All right. That was a great little uh, little soundbite there from uh, somebody famous uh, talking about uh, how great I am. And, uh, Chris, let's, let's, let's talk about how great I am. Uh, this past Saturday, um, the NAWA uh, had, a, uh, had a big event outside. It was a little bit cold. Uh, but mm-hmm. but a lot of people still came out to uh, see the matches and do the ugly sweater contest right there at the uh, at the Resident Culture uh, Brewery in downtown uh, Charlotte. Uh, great crowd, great matches on hand. Uh, and Chris, you know, uh, it, sometimes I like going here and I like to have fun and all this kind of thing. But uh, but. You know, I'm I'm at the age of in my career now. I've I've I feel like I've done everything that I can do, um, but at the same time, I I don't want to be like, okay, I've done it all. I'm going to go home now. 
Uh, now I, I'm 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 starting I'm starting to become more um, uh, you know challenging. I guess is a, is a good word. Um, you know, I look around the dressing room and I see all these young guys, and they you know they look up to me as I you know I'm the veteran in the locker room, and they and they uh, you know they'll have their match and they'll come back to me and say you know hey did, what do you think about my match and and I'll tell them you know next time do this or I loved it and um, but this past Saturday uh, I, I wrestled this this guy named Ted and and he and I have never had a match together and I was excited uh, to actually work with him and of course now I've got a uh, the NAWA has has put me I've got a manager now so I've got a mouthpiece. Um, and so I told the guy, Ted, I'm like, okay, listen, uh, all these other guys are going to go out here and they're going to kill themselves and they're going to do a thousand spots and they're going to do this and they're going to uh, come off, uh, you know, the top of the tallest Christmas tree. Um, but what I want us to do is focus on 80s wrestling, you know, the comedy with the mixed in with the, with the seriousness and just give the people everything. And so... So we did. So I, I I made I made a little gimmick and I gave it to my manager and I'm like you know hang on to this and you know we'll try to use it in the match. And uh, Ted and I went out there and we we brother we tore the place down. We had we had the people from the minute we got in the ring to the minute we left and they they never died down. They never they was never quiet. They were always either laughing at me or they was pissed off at me. Um, and. And I and I got the greatest compliment. A couple of days later, the promoter sent me a text and said, "Hey, uh, just want to let you know, uh, I watched the show, and you guys had the best match on the card because you had the people the whole time." And and it wasn't it wasn't hard because we the things we did we interacted with the people. We we didn't we didn't just get in there and do and do our moves for no reason. Everything we mm-hmm. did, we made sure that what we did was going to get a crowd re- was was going to get a crowd response. And I, yeah, I stole some stuff from the Midnight Express. I stole some stuff from from Jimmy. Va- I stole stuff from everybody. But well, Tony, you took the yeah, you just took the words out of my mouth. I'm like, you know, you know, Boogie. Uh, well, Boogie came to mind. Yeah, you know when yeah when you were just talking, you know. Hey ref, he pulled my hair. Hey ref, he pulled my tights. Hey ref, he's holding on, or whatever you're doing. Yeah, it's good to get the crowd involved, and you're extending the match. Yeah, at the same and time, whatever the time limit you're told, you're you're up against 15, 20 minutes, whatever your time limit is. But at the end of the day you're kind of putting each other over at the same time. Yeah. You know, and building, building something. Cause you probably really didn't have any storyline going into the match. No, it, it was basically like a house show kind of, kind of deal. Right. Uh, but, but the cool thing was we told a story with our match. Uh, we started right. the match out, you know, I, I was the cocky heel. I, you know, I'm telling the people to be quiet. I get up in the ring and I go to step in. My toe gets caught up in the rope and I trip and fall on my face. They start laughing at me. Well, you quit laughing yeah. at me. You quit. La- if you people don't stop laughing, I'm leaving. Well, guess what? Right. They didn't stop laughing. They they made them laugh louder and they made them say more things, which is what mm-hmm. I wanted them to do. Right. And, right. And then the story we told was no matter. I'd put the guy in the arm bar. He outsmarted me. I put him in a waist lock. He outsmarted me. So he was always a step ahead. So I had to step. Right. I had to think ahead. Uh, 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 you know, another head. 
So right. when when things didn't work out, my manager gave, my manager gives me a foreign object. Well, most, most guys would have took that foreign object, went right in the ring, boom, hit the guy when he went right into the heat. But I didn't do that. Right. See, I I had my manager give me the gimmick, like like I had the guy pin me. I kicked out at two and a half, rolled out of the ring and started walking to the bar. And I even said, I'm done. I'm going to drink. I'm done with this match. I'm not going back out there. And, and mm-hmm. the people chased me to the bar. Like they, 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 they were circled around me and the manager and my manager. They're getting ready to Bobby you back in the ring. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought that's what was going to happen, but we're out there. And I said, I told Bobby, I said, I don't know what else to do. He says, well, try this. And he goes into his jacket and he pulls out the gimmick and says, hit him with oh. this right in front of the people, right in front of the people. Mm-hmm. So they're like, oh, ref, he's got something. Well, I put it behind my back and yeah. I, didn't, I didn't go right to the ring. I walked around the whole entire ring and let the whole front row see that I had something in my tie, in my hand. And then once I got in the ring, now the referee's smart to, oh, what? He's got something? What are you talking about? And I stuck it back right. up in my tights. He searches my arms. He searches my hands. He don't, yeah. he don't have mm-hmm. nothing. Manager gets yeah. up on the apron, draws the ref's attention. I pull it out, hold it up in the air, let the people see yeah. I got it, and boom, and I went to and work. they're going crazy. And they, they they were about ready to riot that place. They were so mad that the referee didn't see that I had this thing and I'm, yeah. I'm beating this guy up with it, you know? Um, and well, then, you're, doing all, you're doing all the old – tricks i mean the yeah. boot and the tights under the armpit i mean you're yeah. doing, i mean that that's we did it that's, all that's back to 70s and 80s there house shows i mean that's and what then, you did yeah and then because by doing that you're getting the people involved you're not just doing the moves but you but what you're doing is you're creating emotion you're you're creating that the, mm-hmm. making the people hate you you're making the people mad at you right and not only me but the referee too because they're like why can't you see what why can't you see what we see our referee's like i don't see what i don't see what you're talking about right and then for the finish the finish was even better so yeah. um you know i I'm, i missed something in the corner uh and uh and the ref comes to check on me and the guy's making his comeback, and he comes to splash me. And right as he comes to splash me, I grab the referee and pull the referee, and boom, referee gets squashed. Then I'm like looking at the referee, yeah. I don't know what happened. I turn around, boom, he hits me with his finisher. He covers boom. me. One, two, three, four, five, six, no referee. My manager gets up on the apron or actually comes in the ring like he's going to hit him with his cane. The guy, mm-hmm. the guy boots my manager. And grabs him by the collar, but forgets. Oh, he's got a cane in his hand. We didn't. I, I didn't see that. Throws the mm-hmm. cane to me. He punches out my manager. I pick the cane up. He turns around. Boom! Right in the head. Lights out. We get the referee up. One, two, three, and and that place went absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. And I left with the I left with the win, and I left with heat because this guy Ted is going to be out for the next two months with surgery. So the promoter said, right now, Tony and his manager are really getting momentum. Let's put them over, but put them over in a in a cheating kind of way so that when Ted comes back, Ted is still strong. And see, that's, mm-hmm. that's the psychology of it, that so many people now that are running shows, they, they don't get that part. They don't, they don't get the part that you've got. Right. To, you, you got wrestling is based off emotions. 
And if you're not if you're not pulling every emotion possible, then you're missing out. Tony, I can't object to anything that you're saying at, at, at this point. I mean, you're absolutely right. You're playing on people's emotions. You're telling a story, whatever that story may be in the ring, whether you're the good guy, you're the bad guy, you're the referee. The referee plays a part as well. And maybe even the ring announcer and whatever else might be going on. But you're telling a story in the ring that's going to have some kind of finish to it. Yeah. Someone's going to win, lose, draw, count out, double DQ. You know, we can go on and on with it. And interference. But again, kudos to you and your opponent. Really? At a brewery where there's alcohol, food, whatever, but it's maybe a one-off show, a once-a-year show that you could tell that storyline because that those fans, and some of them may have knew who you were, but there were probably some who had no idea who you guys were before you hit the ring. Right. So but, but, you're telling a story. Well, and and letting them. Oh, I remember this guy. And as a matter of fact, our. The NAWA is so over there at this, at this brewery that we're coming mm-hmm. we're coming back in March. We got to come okay, back. Okay, awesome. Yep, and then we're we're back there. So March, and then we're back again for Cinco de Mayo. So uh, a lot of, a lot of big things are going to be happening with the NAWA um, at this brewery. Uh, I'm I'm totally excited for it, and I I think it's going to be a, a you know a lot of fun. Um, it's going to draw a lot, I believe. And uh, you know, especially in in the in the in the summer months when it's nice and warm, so I'm yes. I'm, I'm excited about that. Uh, now I will. Well, I'm tell- gonna promise you something. Yeah, I'm gonna promise you something, Tony. Now that you say they're going back, I will make an we'll, we'll make an appearance or two. Oh yeah, <laughs> we'll make an appearance or yes. two. And whether we do the Bench Buster show or um, uh, you might need, need me to hand you something. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> so exactly. That right now. We'll exactly. I'll be with, with the with the funny nose, glasses, and a mustache. That's right. <laughs> so hey, we'll, we'll do it. We'll do it now. Uh, but uh, yes, it's, uh, put it down. For sure. Now, another thing the NAWA is doing, you know, we're not, we're not, we're not taking no break for Christmas. Um, January the fourteenth, the NAWA is back in Lenore, North Carolina, for their annual bunkhouse stampede. Uh, there's there, there's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of big matches uh, signed for that for that event, but also in the main event, the bunkhouse stampede, uh, over the top rope battle royal. I'm going to be in that. Uh, Chris, and hopefully get another W uh, under my belt. And uh, you know, I, I've I've set a goal for myself. You know, the the year twenty twenty three is going to be my year, and I am at some point in twenty twenty three, I am going to be the NAWA heavyweight champion. And once I win the title, I'm going to retire, keep the title here in the studio, so I can look at it every single day and know that I'm the last NAWA heavyweight champion. Tony, 2023 is looking up for you. Those are great aspirations. I have no doubt in my mind that there is nothing that you can achieve, um, you know, at, at all. And uh, whoever is the current NAWA champion better have some eyes behind his head. 
Well, <laughs> that's he, all I'm gonna say. The thing about it is, he he and I have been in the ring before. We're talking about Big Donnie. Uh, the last mm-hmm. time I almost walked away with that title, uh, I was I was I was uh, robbed. But that's okay because you know you you uh, you gotta lose some to win some, and I've I've I, you know I've got my confidence back. I won this match this past Saturday. Uh, so mm-hmm. I'm back in the gym working hard. I'm, I'm dieting, I'm eating right. And I'm getting my, I'm getting the sleep that I need to get stress out of my mm-hmm. life. And I mean, I'm just ready to, uh, to tackle everything, but nah, seriously though, I am looking forward to 2023. It's going to be a great year yeah. for us. The, the, the podcast, you and me, uh, the concerts are going to be kicking off soon. And, uh, man, I, I just can't wait. Absolutely. No, absolutely. It's going to be great. And uh, I can't believe we're going to be closing 2022 here in, in just a couple of weeks and 2023 is in front of us and so much to be excited about so much to be happy about. And, um, and as I always say, Tony, every, every show, it's a great time to be a wrestling fan, great time to be a music fan. Um, and uh, it's uh, a lot is going on. There's a lot going on in the world every day. And, and uh, it's good to maybe, take into some of these activities to kind of get away from everything else is going on. And, uh, I love talking about the old time memories and, uh, it's, uh, it's great to be back on the show and, uh, and, and, and getting this motor running again and, and, and doing these consistently every week as well. Yeah, it was really good. And matter of fact, Chris, while you were gone, um, uh, I, I had a, um, uh, so someone called the, the show, uh, answer machine and left this on there. I'm going to play it for the people at home. I know right now you can't hear it, but I'll, I'll play it for you after we uh, leave um, the air. So, fans, I'll be right back right after this. Let me be honest. Tony and Chris are the two hottest guys on the planet, and they know their stuff. I tell you what. I think that girl knows what she's talking about. Chris, I, I, I had this message from this girl, and uh, she left this message on my answer machine. That said, uh, She said, let me be honest. Tony and Chris are the two hottest guys on the planet and they know their stuff. I mean, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, okay. So, uh, all right. Well, was, that's good. <laughs> so now we've got to figure out who, who this, who this, who this person is. Uh, but, uh, any, any event, man, uh, she, uh, she thinks we know our stuff. So, but, but we do, we, we do know our stuff. I mean, you, you and I've got years and years of wrestling experience under our belts and, uh, Man, this I, I'm looking forward to 2023. The Benchbuster Show is going to be bigger and better. Uh, more guests we're going to have, uh, surprise guests. Uh, I know when I was at WrestleCade, I was doing some uh, some scouting, and uh, hopefully some of those people that uh, I, was, I spoke with uh, are going to come on board and do some shows with us. Uh, that's coming up in 2023. We got our own line of, uh, uh, of uh, merchandise is going to be coming out in January. Uh, so a, a lot, a lot's going to be happening. So fans, if you're not, uh, a fan or you're not following our Facebook page, I highly, highly recommend doing that. So you're not left out. Um, when I was at WrestleCade, I sat and, uh, hung out with Eric Bischoff for a little bit. Um, he gave me a, one of his shirts, a WCW announcer shirt. He autographed it. Um, I'm going to put that, uh, shirt out on our Facebook page. Uh, in January, uh, we're going to raffle that thing off. And then, uh, so, so some lucky follower at home will be able to own a piece of wrestling history, uh, an Eric Bischoff, uh, WCW 
um, announcer shirt. Man, that is great. What a great piece of history. And, uh, um, and Tony, I, I'm excited about uh, items you have coming in for the Ben's Buster show. If you need me to autograph anything uh, at a time or for you want sure. to put your autograph on it as well, we'll, uh, we'll get them in the mail to the fans. And it really, at the end of the day, Tony, it's all about the fans. And I appreciate the fans listening, whether you're listening to our whole podcast, a portion of it, whatever it may be. You know, thank you. It's really all about the fans and entertaining them and wanting them to come back for more. That really is what we do and and brings me, you know, pride and joy. Yeah, and it's, it's going to be really good. Uh, but fans, you definitely have going to have to follow us on our Facebook page. Um, I know I don't update it very often, but I'm, I'm going to do better at that this coming year. Uh, but like I said, in the next few weeks, uh, merchandise is going to be available. Eric Bischoff, uh, WCW autographed. Uh, announcer shirt will be available only one so uh we'll, we'll get that out there and uh all that's coming up next year chris uh well, you got you got anything going on this week or are you just just laying low and taking it easy boy it's 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 a wild time uh, we are preparing for obviously for the holidays um our own very own carolina panthers have a big game this sunday with the pittsburgh steelers at home and uh uh but no this might be a little Calm down weekend, and uh, we'll get into the holiday week and then into the New Year week. So going to try to get some stuff done around the house, you know, uh, spend some time with my dog and uh, see some some friends as well in the area and, you know, kind of just take it easy, and we're going to roll into the new year. And I'm really excited about next year. I think we're going to even become even go into more normalcy. I know we're still talking about normal a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, but I, I think we're even going to feel that even more with the uh, with the activity taking place, uh, you know, out, outside with, with sports and concerts and different things. And I'm excited, man. And, um, you know, just like I said, it's uh, just trying to take it all in and taking it one day at a time. And uh, that's really what it's all about. And, uh, you know, just put my best foot forward every day and, uh, and doing the best I can. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a uh, a, a definitely a, a good year. And uh, next week we're uh, going to be right back at it with uh, another better subject, and maybe have a uh, you know have a uh, have a guest on next week. But uh, I know this week it was kind of a catching up uh, a catching up episode where Chris and I are just kind of breaking things down and telling you where where we've been and what we've been doing. Uh, but man, it's great to have you back, Chris. It's great for us to be back together. Uh, and I'm yes. definitely looking forward to next week's show. Absolutely. You know, looking forward to it, Tony, and we're going to roll into the new year and, uh, uh, we may, you know, we may even look back on 2022, maybe have a little, uh, uh, best of episode, or maybe even a little segment on uh, what we saw this past 12 months. And uh, there's always a lot to talk about and reflect on, but again, thanks to all the fans for listening. And, uh, we'll look forward to seeing you in the coming week as well. Sounds good. Well, fans for Chris, I am Tony. We will see you next week here on the Binge Buster Show. Thank you for listening to the Binge Buster Show. Make sure you like us on Facebook and download us on your favorite podcast platform.